G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Ron Ross is our Middle East reporter and he's joining us once again. Ron, let's start with this deal in Iran, the nuclear talks continuing. Now, there was a tweet put up early this morning saying that everything was was good and it looked like it was going to be sorted out. And then as soon as you could read it, it was pulled down again. What's the story? Yeah, the, the, the phrase is he jumped the gun. President Hassan Rouhani uh, posted a tweet saying the Iran deal is the victory of diplomacy and mutual respect over the outdated paradigm of exclusion and coercion, and this is a good beginning. Uh, but no sooner had he put it up than he had to take it down. Uh, the White House came out rather sheepishly and said there were some sticking points uh, that remained unresolved and suggested the U.S. team could remain in Vienna to try and work them out. I think they might collect their superannuation there, the way they're going. Oh, gosh, it sounds like it, doesn't it? It's just an ongoing... uh, Unfortunately, I think it's a tragedy. Yeah, and then, of course, to add insult to injury, there's a video game that's been released by Iran. Yeah, this is an interesting idea. They... The, the plan is to nuke Israel, and uh, that's what it's all about, and it's caused a furor, of course, in Israel. Uh, last Friday, by the way, was Death to Israel Day in Iran, and a third deadline for the Iranian talks passed by, but the semi-official Fars news agency, I don't know how uh, a government agency can be semi-official, <laughs> but they reported on Saturday... Uh, that the game Missile Strike was specifically timed to coincide with Death to Israel Day, uh, known as Quds Day or Jerusalem Day, during which millions of Iranians protested in a call to destroy the Jewish state. Uh, This is a thrilling thought uh, in the midst of nuclear talks. In the game, the users launch Iranian missile attacks against the Israeli port city of Haifa, the third largest city in Israel and home to under 300,000 people and which ironically has a very large Arab population. Uh, So this is not creating much excitement uh, or uh, uh, much more than anger in uh, in Israel. And for Israel's part, there's a story around that uh, the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu's looking at the death penalty and the introduction of such. What's the story behind that? Uh, this is an interesting one because it was proposed by the Israel Batenu Party uh, and they made it a part of their election campaign. According to the current law in Israel, a death sentence requires a unanimous decision. The law applies only in a military court, and it allows a major general to mitigate the punishment. The amendment to the penal code entitled the death penalty sentence for a convicted murderer motivated by nationalism stipulates that a death sentence can be declared by just a simple majority. The law will apply to any district court 
and sentence would not be subject to mitigation. Uh, the fight against terrorism is the world's greatest challenge in the 21st century, and all the more so Israel's greatest challenge, uh, says a note attached to the uh, bill. And they say, and yet there is a huge gap between the way Israel meets out punishment and the reality it faces. Releasing terrorists before their period of imprisonment is completed, including those who carried out the most heinous terrorist attacks, gives the opposite message and does not contribute to the fight against terrorism. And so the Prime Minister has uh, told his Cabinet to investigate the introduction of uh, a new death sentence law. Goodness, that's uh, concerning, isn't it? Yeah, it is. All right, what's Hamas up to lately? There's talk that they're uh, on the recruitment path again for the military camps that will be run over the summer. Yes, they've got uh, what they're calling, uh, uh, the press in Israel are calling terror camps, and they're recruiting young people, uh, primary school people, uh, to participate in training in a military fashion. Uh, they're organised and operated by Hamas's military wing, the Al-Qassam Brigade. The camps form part of Hamas's efforts to provide military training to the entire Gaza population. And the aim is to prepare an auxiliary force for the next round of fighting against Israel. According to the Al-Qassam Brigade, the camps known as the Liberation Pioneers create a nucleus for the future liberation project. The curriculum comprises sermons, displays of courage, training in military skills, live fire exercises, field training, civil defence classes and first aid. Just the sort of camp you'd send your kid to. Grabbing them young, brainwashing them and, and teaching them all the things you don't want them to know effectively. Yeah, according to the Hamas daily newspaper Philistine, the camps are divided into four groups, ages 15 to 17, 18 to 25 and 25 and over. And they say that several children younger than 15 can be seen gathering at the registration points. So... Uh, indoctrination is underway. That's right. All right, let's finish on a a nicer story now. A Jewish group has honoured some Polish Christians who helped rescue Jews in World War II. Yeah, Jewish officials honoured 50 elderly Christian Poles who saved Jews during the war, praising them as heroes during an event in Warsaw at the weekend. The oldest rescuer was 100, and others were in their 80s and 90s, some in wheelchairs and on crutches. They gathered for a luncheon at a luxury hotel in the city centre where Poland's chief rabbi, an Israeli diplomat and a representative of the US-based Jewish Foundation for the Righteous paid tribute to them. You represent the very best in Polish society. You are heroes, Stanley Steele, the foundation's executive vice president, said as she stood before them. It's so important to acknowledge the courage and heroism of the righteous, for each of you saved the honour of humanity. So that was good. Yeah, nice story to finish off on. That's Ron Ross, our Middle East correspondent. Ron, always good to talk to you. We'll chat again next week. Thanks, Tracy. 
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.